What's up? What's up? Nick Loper here. Welcome to another Where Are They Now? edition of the Side Hustle Show. Because your nine to five may make you a living, but your five to nine makes this you time around. Alive. We're catching up with Matt Rowell of AmericanEdgeSharpening.com. Since episode 308, which aired in late 2018, he's more than tripled his knife sharpening side hustle, which is now bringing in a consistent 1500 bucks a month on the side. To find out how he's grown it, let's get Matt on the line. If I could attribute the jump to one thing, it would be my dedication to Q1 of 2019 to really focus on marketing. And I decided that I would break the first quarter up into one month focusing on Google, one month focusing on Facebook, and one month focusing on email marketing. And what happened was I I got so engaged with Google that the others really didn't get the same attention. But within that, Google My Business, I think actually around that time frame, it actually finally came to my awareness of how powerful Google My Business is. So I dedicated a lot of energy to that. And the other thing was with the increased revenue, upwards of $500 a month at that time, I, I appropriated 20% of my revenue to paid marketing or to invest in marketing so I actually had a, just a little bit of money that I could actually dedicate. So if I could offer two real big takeaways for anybody else trying to gain a handle on marketing in Google, it would be to put the energy into Google My Business in the first place. And we can talk more about that if you want. And the other would be to take the time to really study the platform, whichever one you choose. So I dedicated that full month of January to to learning Google ads and like watching YouTube and like being on the platform. I even was on the phone with the guys at Google to like get the most bang for my buck and not just wing it. Okay, but let's dive into this Google My Business thing, because this is more than just claiming your business and setting this up. Like it sounds like you're doing something proactive to really build a presence there. Yeah, totally. And a couple things stand out. First is like if I'm on a social media platform, I I don't feel like this is specific to my thing, sharpening. I don't feel like a lot of people go to that platform to find their local sharpener, especially if you compare that to a search in Google like knife sharpening or knife sharpener near me. And to get on the top of that result in Google, you can use that free Google My Business platform and they put you right up there. So by being deliberate about building out my presence on Google My Business, being smart with keywords, and then the second point I wanted to make on it was that they are very equipped for reviews. So I was very deliberate in seeking out reviews, and then I would answer each, like every one of them. And then what that does is builds that social credibility so that anybody who finds me can see uh, now I have over a hundred five-star reviews. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're instantly confident in my ability and and they feel okay using my business. Okay, so you're requesting your existing customer base. Hey, would you mind going over here to my Google page and dropping in a review? Oh, it's even easier. Like Google makes it so that you can send them a quick link that goes right to the review thing with the stars. So they could just hit the number of stars and hit submit, or there's also the ability for them to enter any words that they want. Okay. And then you're trying, you're going in and responding to those like, Hey, thanks so much for 
sharing your experience. Loved working with you. Looking forward to serving you again, that type of stuff. Yeah, dude, every one of them. Yep. Okay. Okay. And then on the paid front, what's going on there? Just like in addition to that free organic Google My Business listing, like I want to take up even more real estate if somebody is searching knife sharpening near you and make sure you show up with another ad spot. Yeah, exactly. That was one that was surprisingly effective too. And it's hard for me to know exactly the people that reached out to me, whether they reached out through something they found through the Google My Business or whether they clicked on an ad, but I don't do that anymore. The Google, the paid ads, I don't do any paid ads anymore, but that was effective for a period of time when I needed to to plus up my business. What's been the impact this year of the pandemic situation and and everything that's going on there? Yeah. So first off, the systems I have in place are are well suited to the current scenario. I did voluntarily close my shop for a little bit just because of the uncertainty and like I run it out of my home and there was some discomfort with all of us. So it's just we took a little comfort in just closing down and hunkering down for a little bit. But when we reopened, and actually what I was doing then too is like when people would reach out, I'd put them on a list. And then when I reopened, I'd I'd reach out to them. But since reopening, I have seen an uptick in volume. I don't know if it's significant, but anyway, the volume is definitely up. For a while, I saw an increase in tips. It seems that that has waned for now and for the foreseeable future, but it was fun while it lasted. Just in case people aren't familiar, the way my system is set up is I have boxes at the end of my driveway. So there, it's really a no contact interaction. And I was making a point for a long time to wipe down the boxes after each use. So it, that's why I mean that my model is very well suited to business around the recommended guidelines for COVID. Yeah, I can see as people like maybe they're going out to eat less, maybe they're cooking more at home. They're like, hey, these knives are, are dull. We got to find a knife sharpening guy. Yeah, I think that's one of them. And then the other thing I consider is that with people at home, they might be spending more time in their garden or doing other projects. So my my sharpening has also expanded beyond residential cutlery and into garden tools and chainsaws and things like that. So I think that you're right. And that that also applies to different things that people are using around the home. Okay. In a similar marketing to a business customer, I remember Last time you talked about a sheep shearer, you guys had a good thing going. Anything else on the B2B front? Yeah, so I got a business grant a while back to invest in the the equipment to sharpen hair shears and clipper blades, like for buzz cuts. And I've been doing the shears for a little bit, but I just recently finally made the time to learn the clipper blade sharpening. And I have seen a whole lot of opportunity. Frankly, I I don't have enough bandwidth to take on the amount of opportunity that's out there. But in the specifically the pet grooming space, I have received quite a lot of outreach to serve that community. Oh, interesting. But you're kind of at the capacity of of the time available right now? Yeah, exactly. I'm pretty tapped out, honestly. It is still a side hustle, right? So like I have to fit it in around everything else. When I get a big line of customers on my bench, it it feels a little stressful, right? It takes a little bit of the fun out of it. Did you know that roughly half of Side Hustle Nation hasn't started their side hustle yet? If that's you, I get it. Starting and building a business is tough. 
It takes more than just an idea. There are tons of moving parts, and it's a bit like trying to assemble your airplane in the middle of takeoff. Thankfully, our sponsor, Taylor Brands, is helping Side Hustle Show listeners make that leap and make it all a lot easier. Their comprehensive platform guides you through every step, making sure you have everything you need all in one place. Think of it like your behind-the-scenes partner for things like LLC formation, licenses and permits, getting an EIN, setting up your business bank account, bookkeeping and invoicing, insurance, logos, trademark protection, and a lot more. Taylor Brands helps you handle it all seamlessly. And to get you started, Side Hustle Show listeners get 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans when you use our link. That's taylorbrands.com slash side hustle. Taylor Brands, like a tailor for your clothes, T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S dot com slash side hustle. Start your business journey today with the help of Taylor Brands. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search and hit the ground running with your new hire. But what if you could get rid of the search part and just get matched with qualified candidates? Well, now you can with our sponsor, Indeed. It's simple. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. The matching and hiring platform is trusted by over three and a half million businesses worldwide to connect with great talent faster. And 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. For my next hire, I'm using Indeed to tap into a talent pool of 350 million unique monthly visitors. And what else is cool is Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets. And how about this? Side Hustle Show listeners get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show. Just go to Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, what kind of time are you putting into it these days on a, on a weekly basis? The sharpening itself, I'm probably still dedicating an hour a day to. I think we'll we'll have an opportunity to get into some other pursuits that are is taking a little time as well. But yeah, roughly an hour a day is is spent strictly sharpening knives and tools. Yeah, an hour a day, fifteen hundred bucks a month. It's not bad. I think actually that's a pretty good hourly rate. I like it. Yeah, I guess if we really ran the numbers, you might be able to to call me out a little bit if I'm spending a little more time than that. But anyway, like, I guess it kind of just sets the framework. Like, I'm not dedicating a lot of time. I'm not skipping dinner with the family to come sharpen. And I'm still, like, going canoeing with my daughter. And I'm not spending the weekends in the shop. So Sounds like a pretty good system. What's next? Is If the time has become a hurdle or a barrier, is it going to become a full-time thing? Is there enough demand to make it such? I don't know. What's What you got cooking uh, for the, the next 12 to 24 months here? I still like I, w- I want to reserve the opportunity to adjust over time. But for the foreseeable future, I still don't desire to take this to a full time thing. I am exploring other options, whether it's getting some help in one way or another. I-, I don't really know with regard to the sharpening itself. One thing that has happened since you and I spoke, that was in 2018. I have had quite a few people reaching out to me about an interest in starting their own sharpening business. So I have been working towards building a community of people who are starting sharpening business, and that's really taken a lot of my passion in them. I'm seeing other people building their businesses and being successful, and I'm really excited about what the potential of that community has. 
And that's exciting. That's at guildofsharpeners.org. I actually had a guy message me just this morning, like, hey, do I need a business license to do this sharpening thing? I heard this on the podcast. I was like, well, as luck would have it, I'm uh, talking to Matt this afternoon. That's awesome. There's definitely been a significant amount of traffic from that conversation that we had. So I know that there is a lot of interest out there. As I've grown, I've seen more and more opportunity in the space. So I'm excited to help other people see that as well. If there was one other thing I could mention is that I am going on to YouTube every Thursday night and I'm sharpening something, whatever's on the bench at the American Edge. So if there's anyone in the audience that is just interested or curious about sharpening, I would invite them to check out the Thursday Night Grind. That's on my channel at Matthew Rowell. We'll link that up for you in the show notes. It'll be at sidehustlenation.com slash knife, the Thursday Night Grind. I like it. What is going on inside the guild? Yeah, so actually, if I could have a moment, like this is, a, I built the guild on this platform called Mighty Networks. I feel like it could be a great fit for a lot of your audience who have a skill set and like other people that are interested in that. The Mighty Networks platform is awesome in that it is community first, but there's also course and groups that you can build within that community. And the Mighty Networks platform also allows you to charge to be a member, like the to subscribe to the network. So there's a lot of opportunity just in that platform, but... This is the software that you're using at guildofsharpeners.org? Yeah, that's right. I've heard some good things about it. Yeah, yeah. it's I, I've been really impressed with what they're doing. It's relatively new, but it's also been around long enough to be established, and they have a really cool vision for the future. And it also, there's a native app to it, so you can, you can communicate with people in the community from any device. And I built a a course in there that I call it the foundations of success for sharpening business. So there's a kind of like the whole groundwork, like the things you need to get started. And my vision with that is that it's consumable within about a month's time frame and then implemented over the course of a year. All the while we're having conversations within the guild and I have monthly themes. And so there's quite a bit going on over there. We're, it's still in the growth phase. It's, it's relatively new in the scheme of things. It's a lot of fun. That's the goal. Like that's my vision. And what I want to do is like help make more sharpeners because I think that there can be one in every town and several in every city. So I'm really excited to, for that. That is exciting stuff. Hey, it worked for me. It can work for you. Here's where you go to learn more about it. So that's guildofsharpeners.org built on the Mighty Networks platform. If you've got a skill to teach or a community around what you're doing, might want to check out Mighty Networks as well. Matt, in 2018, you gave the number one tip to be deliberate about your goals with your loved ones. Anything to add to that for the 2020 edition? Yeah, what I'm what I'm seeing a lot is that people get going and then I don't know if I'm stealing from Seth Godin here, but they quit in the dip. And when you've exhausted your friends and family and now like you're in that phase where there's not a lot of people knocking on your door, but you're still expending a lot of energy, especially in the marketing front. That's what I would consider to be the dip. And my word of advice is to keep going. And I feel really confident in that if you are dedicated, if you really believe in what you're doing, you will charge through that dip. And when you come out the other side, you will be glad that you have. Matt, thanks again for joining me. Check him out at the AmericanEdgeSharpening.com and GuildOfSharpeners.org. Matt, thanks again, and we'll catch up soon. That is it for me. 
Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, let's go out there and make something happen. And I'll catch you in the next edition of the Side Hustle Show, where you'll hear from the pair of bloggers who've grown their site to an incredible 50 grand a month. I'll see you then. Hustle on.